0: Welcome to, wait, am I an adult now? Thought the awkward years were over? Think again.
1: My name is Shelby Wildgast.
0: And I'm Savannah Pichotto.
1: And we are the co-host of one of the only podcasts that's really telling you how to navigate your 20s in today's time.
0: You guys ready to jump in? Let's
1: go. People, welcome back to, wait, am I an adult now? Thought the awkward years were over. Think again. My name is Shelby Wildgust. And I'm
0: Savan Pachoto
1: And we've got quite the episode for you. So before we jump into tonight's episode or today's episode or this morning's episode, whenever you are listening to this episode, obviously we're going to start off with our adulting fails and adulting
0: wins. And Savan, do you want to get started? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm going to start with my fail. And this actually just happened this past weekend, I was hired to take some pictures for a business. And this particular business is located in Philly. So I drove over there, um, took pictures of the inside of the building all over the place. I got home the next day, uh, the client reached out to me and asked me, Hey, can you send me the picture of the front of the building? realized i didn't take a picture of the front of the building
1: the most basic picture of them all and you didn't take it
0: (laughs) and to be fair he wasn't very specific beforehand about what kinds of pictures he wanted but at the same time i felt like that should have been common sense on my part to actually take that picture so i had to go all the way back and retake it and then send it to him
1: so did you own up to your mistake at
0: first or just like
1: oh hold on one second my computer's not working give me like three hours.
0: Yeah, I basically just kind of played it off in a way that he had no idea what really happened and didn't notice at all.
1: Well, hopefully he doesn't listen to our podcast because then he will figure it out.
0: Yeah. So what's your fail?
1: Okay, so my fail actually happened to me today. Um, I created the biggest ruckus in my office that I think anybody has ever created. And the reason why So I'm actually getting into my busy season with my work right now. And so I was in my office, like face glued to my computer, really working uh, in great detail on the project that I'm on right now. And all of a sudden I feel something on my shoulder and I'm like, what? And I turned my head and I'm not kidding you. It was the biggest creepy crawly thing I have ever seen oh my god I'm like getting chills just thinking about it and I literally screamed bloody murder every person in their office opened up their door and was like what's going on like they thought my desk like collapsed on me because I like threw my chair back threw my shirt off started screaming ran out of my office like there was a big meeting going on in our boardroom and I was like oh my god bug and the only guy that was in her office had to come into my office and kill the bug and they all unanimously agreed that it was the biggest creepy crawly thing that they've ever seen so at least I was justified in my terror that is my fail
0: (laughs) I'm only trying to contain myself from dying right now it
1: I almost died like they told me that my face was beet red like, I'm not kidding. You. I took my shirt off. I mean, I had an undershirt on, so it wasn't, like, in my bra. But, I mean, I would have if it's, like, oh, my God. It almost fell on my head. like that. Oh, my God. It, it, it had, like, stripes on it, and there was, like, talons. Like, I don't even know. It was, like, a, like, it was honestly like a creepy crawly, like, scorpion. You don't even way. know what it is? No, they smushed it, and the worst part was they smushed it, and then they smeared it on the carpet. Ew. But you couldn't see it. On the carpets, like I wasn't even convinced that they really killed it, but they yeah, said they did. I mean, work. it was freaking massive. Like, oh my god. Okay. Anyway, so wow. your win.
0: <laughs> um. Well, I'm a little bit nervous right now because we're like sitting in your office. Oh so. no, no, no! I think we're fine.
1: <laughs> I have like, inspected the ceiling, so I think we're good.
0: Uh, awesome. So on that note, my win. Um, was a couple weeks ago. I landed probably one of the coolest jobs I've ever had in my whole life Yay! and um, it was to capture live social media content for an event that started in Austin Texas and ended up in Vegas so I saw the guy post the job on Facebook one day and there's always that moment of hesitation where you're like should I do it should I not because it was so last minute that I didn't even know if I would be able to take off from my regular everyday jobs to do it, but I decided to do it and it ended up being such a life changing, amazing event for me. And I don't know, it's just a lot of fun. So that was my win.
1: I love it. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Um, okay, so my win is not as detailed as my fail, <laughs> but um, I paid all of my taxes early and without any kind of stress. And that, you? that was actually like the biggest win ever because typically in years past, I've like had so much taxes and I didn't have enough saved and I'm like scrambling around for money. But this time I did it early. I was able to budget myself until I had the money so I could pay the taxes and I sent them in and I'm just stress free about it all. And so thank God because it was stressing me out going into my accountant meeting. But then at the end, I'm like, okay, I can do this. So.
0: That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. That is my adulting win. Yay, taxes. Nice. (laughs) So we wanted to talk to you guys today about something called the microwave mentality.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the microwave mentality is a term that I heard in the book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And essentially what the microwave mentality is, is it is the mentality that things happen overnight. If you think about it, like growing up as a millennial, I mean, even my, our parents had microwaves, let's be honest here, but the idea of a microwave, like you can put some delicious Jimmy Dean sausage links that were recently frozen in the microwave for 30 seconds. You take them out and they're like hot and ready and warm to eat. Um, so the idea of the microwave mentality is that really it's, I mean, I hate when the people bash millennials, but it starts with our generation that, um, those of us who have grown up around like immediate gratification, immediate responses, all this immediate action and result, we believe that things should happen like that at the click of a switch, at the click of a button. Um, so where it really applies is when somebody is starting a new venture or they're starting to train for something or, they're starting a new job, people think that they should be promoted right away, or they should be earning a million dollars in a year, or they should be able to run a marathon after their first week of training. Um, and typically when people realize that that's not the case, they give up a lot easier than they should. So that is my microwave mentality. And I know that Savannah and I have a lot of really good stuff to talk about that. So Savannah, you want to get started?
0: Uh, yeah. So what we're going to talk about today um, is just how to overcome that type of mentality and our three tips on how to do that. Yeah, so for sure.
1: Um, So I know we define microwave mentality. So I just want to talk to you guys out there. Listen, if you have found yourself kind of doing that, like where you have started a new job, and you are expecting to get promoted within your first six months, and it's not happening, and you're like, really, really impatient, just recognize that it's a common thought amongst younger people because if you think about it, like our parents, when they were writing book reports or when they were in college, when they had to research something, they had to go to the library and they had to use a Dewey Decimal System and go and search for these things. And so it took a lot longer and they understood that I was going to take a lot longer to create something. Whereas our generation and the generations after us, we grew up with Google. So you want to write a report, you Google all the information and it comes to you within 30 seconds. So it's not your fault if you feel this way, you think this way, um, or if you found yourself doing uh, quote unquote, the microwave mentality. I mean, I know I've totally been guilty of it before, but just be aware that that is something our generation is known to do.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's really good. Um, just being aware of it is definitely step one. And I know
1: Savan can talk a lot about that from an entrepreneur standpoint. Like, I think that's where it plagues people the most.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, it always comes down to, for me, just practicing patience. And a lot of that is kind of something that I grew up with, something that my dad taught me was always to be patient when you want something. Um, but there is definitely a difference between being patient meaning like waiting for something to happen and then creating something to happen for you um, so for example when I look back at everything that I did to be a graphic designer to where I am now when I first started all I I was 17 first of all still in high school and all I had was one client which was my sister and I don't really think about it that often. But to see that now I have an office space, just hired my first part-time designer to help me with more work. And the fact that I have, you know, multiple clients that span across different States and different areas of the world. Like I probably never would have imagined that I would be where I'm at, but at the same time, I still struggle with those thoughts thinking like, well, I kind of wish I was farther along than I am now. And, It's always, it always comes back to that idea of taking those actions to create what you want and then being patient with the result of that.
1: Yeah. And if you think about it, like if you look at your 17 year old self, I bet you your 17 year old self never saw all of this that you've been doing as possible. And, or maybe she saw it being possible, but she didn't see it the way that it is right now. She doesn't, she didn't see you getting shipped out to Las Vegas to shoot an amazing event and you know having all that good come from that event you probably didn't see that happening and you know i love you how you said practicing patience but at the same time distinguishing between the patience where it's like waiting like you know you're being patient in line versus like patient with your life because Yes, you should be patient with the results because the results will come. What you should be impatient with is the actions that you're taking. So for you, from age 17 until age 26, um, you were taking the necessary actions and you were creating the habits that were necessary to get you to where you are at 26, where you are running your own business, you're a full-time entrepreneur, you can work from anywhere, you can take jobs all over the country. You don't have to check in with someone to, you know, get to take off and I resonate with that so much because, you know, in my career, um, I have oftentimes thought I'm not where I want to be. And I wanted to be an international speaker, trainer, coach, um, traveling the world and being my own boss. And I'm not that, but at the same time I'm 24 years old. (laughs) And what I am is I'm a, not international, but I do travel the country and I train and I speak and I coach. I'm not my own boss. I work for a company, but all the things that I did from age 16, 17, 18, all the way through college, you know, in hopes of ending up with the result of an international trainer, speaker, coach have led me to this point where I am doing a lot of what I hoped I was doing. And there's still plenty of time in my life to get to that level of international trainer, speaker, coach, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think it's so important to recognize what you've already accomplished and be grateful for that because so many of us kind of worry about like where we should be and we don't realize how much we've already done and how much we've impacted maybe the smallest community around us. And that can always grow over time. Absolutely.
1: And and as it, Regards to the microwave mentality, I think the biggest way to move away from the immediate gratification, the impatientness, almost like the entitlement, and I hate to use that word, but the entitlement of, you know, these results need to happen right away is, again, to practice patience, like Savan said, and also to realize, like, you know, you have been putting in the right steps, and the results will come. Just continue to focus on the habits and the action steps, and you will reap the rewards. It might not be tomorrow, but you get yourself in those good habits, they will come.
0: And the other thing I want to say about the waiting versus creating thing is even for people who have a regular job, sometimes when people get that job and they have a certain amount of requirements or things that are expected of them to do. They will only do that job and not really reach for more or not really put themselves out there to achieve more because they feel like they are getting paid to do a job and that's all that they're required to do. Right.
1: And then they expect the results of a promotion, but they're not really putting in the extra actions, the extra steps to to secure that promotion.
0: Exactly. So that's what I would say to anybody who has a job in general is just if you want to be somewhere. Act as if you're there and what you would do if you were there and take those actions to show your manager or boss that you are willing to take, go the extra mile and do things that aren't necessarily part of your job description to get there. Yeah. And it's going to
1: bring the results that you're looking for to you a lot quicker. Hmm.
0: And like, I look for that in people I hire now. Are they willing to take the extra step and see that there are gaps that need to be filled and are, are they willing to fill them?
1: For sure. For sure. And I also think one of the biggest things just about, this is kind of diverting from the main thing of the microwave mentality, but I just think the biggest thing that we as 20-somethings need to know is that, you know, in this whole process of achieving and getting to the results and, and, you know, not being impatient with the results, but being impatient with the actions is also to have fun and to enjoy the process as well because i think honestly and this is going to sound so cliche but it's really true the the reward is really in the journey it's not in the result like if you have a goal in life to be a millionaire well obviously that's not going to happen overnight so you know be cautionary of the microwave mentality Be patient with the fact that you're going the right direction because you are impatient with the actions you're taking. And the whole journey of you reaching that million dollars a year is going to be what you really cherish. It's not going to be having that million dollar a year income. It's going to be what you did between now and then to get there. And... Having fun in that process and enjoying each and every step is so incredibly valuable because, I mean, if you just, like, put your head down and work, 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 but never take a minute to look up and see what you've been creating and share it with your friends and family and go out there and find loved ones and build relationships and experience culture in the world and things like that, I mean, you're going to get that million-dollar-a-year income and you're going to have be like, who do I share it with?
0: Yeah. And it's that speaks to me so much because I felt like I was in that mode for probably at least the last six months or so where I was going to work and I would probably be at work at nine o'clock and I wouldn't leave until 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I was doing that every day. And every single day would be wake up, go to work, come home. and I wouldn't really have a lot of time for myself or anyone else for that matter. And it was, even though I really love what I do, and I'm happy with what I'm doing, I realized I wasn't really truly letting myself enjoy it or giving myself the time to enjoy it. And like part of life is just taking a minute sometimes to look, like Shelby said, reflect on it, but then also spending time with your friends and family and taking a moment to release the stress and then come back the next week and, refocus or the next day and refocus yeah
1: absolutely I mean it's it really is no fun to work 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 so hard that you never take the time to look around and see what you've created yeah and I think when you look around and see what you've created it's going to help again combat the microwave mentality because you're going to realize how far you've come Mm -hmm. and this whole idea of like well I'm not where I want to be yet will stop because you get a chance to sit, reflect, and say, wow, I've really come far. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a lot more to go, but I'm damn proud of where I've gotten to so far.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what you're saying is definitely true. Taking time to reflect and seeing the results that you've already accomplished and things that you've already done. And I think a lot of that has to do with... um, your mentality during the short term and your mentality during the long term of what your goals are. So for example, um, when you look at the short term, and I mean, short term can even be a year, but it also pertains to monthly and weekly, detaching from the monetary results of your actions. Like don't focus so hard on, okay, next week, I don't have the $500 that I thought I would, or I haven't gotten to, uh, I don't know, $8,000 in sales yet. And I'm so worried that I'm not going to get there. I would say that like, don't focus so hard on the short term monetary goals that you have in your mind that you think you're going to get. But like Shelby said, focus on the actions to getting there. Email somebody new, talk to the new client, do, like, if you're if you in a job, like, do the necessary things required to get you to the next level. And don't worry so much about the monetary aspect of it.
1: Or, like, the pr- promotion aspect of it. Like, just the, the more... Um...
0: It's almost like an intrinsic feeling.
1: Right, right. Like, focus more on the intrinsic feeling, not so much the material right. things.
0: Yeah, because when you realize that you are taking the actions and you feel good about that and you can wake up, and go to work every day saying, I tried my hardest today, and I did as much as I possibly could, then that's really all that you need to know that the results are going to come in the future.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the whole premise of the compound effect, like the book that the microwave mentality talked about. It's like creating those good habits, not getting so bogged down that what you wanted to happen isn't happening quick enough, but creating the good habits now, will ultimately lead you to what you want to see in the future. And it's just like it, things build on each other time over time, like what you're saying about, you know, don't look at each week and be like, well, I didn't make the $500 this week. I didn't make $8,000 next week. Focus on the actions, focus on the habits, because soon enough, I don't want to say soon enough, but eventually you'll be in a position where the $500 happens in an hour. The $8,000 happens in a day. And you're like, whoa, Like, how did that all of a sudden happen? And it's because you were taking the necessary action steps to create the habits, not focusing on the result, and being impatient with your habits of being patient with the outcome.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times you don't even realize how much things are compounding until something amazing happens. And you do have that wow moment, and you're like, oh my God, this just happened, I can't believe it.
1: Yeah, one of my favorite um, phrases that people use um, regarding this kind of compounding effect. You are going to be overworked and underpaid, so, but eventually you're gonna be underworked and overpaid. So if you think about it, I, I, I know a family friend who is a CEO of a company and she recently got this promotion and she's worked her entire life and she's dealt with a lot of office politics, she's dealt with a lot of BS in her career She's gotten to this point of a CEO, and she's making, like, really good money. Like, I would say 1.5 a year. Wow. And she's like, I don't do anything. I mean, we can get into the whole thing about whether or not that's right or wrong, but, like, she's gotten to a point in her career where she is underworked and overpaid, but there were years and years and years and years where she was overworked and underpaid.
0: Wow. That's really, I mean, that's an amazing example of
1: that. Yeah. I mean, think about it from an entrepreneur standpoint, like eventually the dream of an entrepreneur in a lot of cases is to create a duplicatable system where it's automated. You know, you have this idea, you have this business and you have employees and you as the owner, as the the person who, you know, took the hours and the hours and the hours and the low paychecks and all that kind of stuff to build this, you can now go off to freaking, I don't know, Bali, Indonesia for God knows how long, still get paid every single day because of the effort and the time and the patience that you exercised all throughout your life. And you never gave up. You were never so impatient with the results that you're like, I'm done with this. You were always patient. And you said, I'm going to take the necessary actions, build build the habits that I need eventually I know what I want is going to come and then you're off in Bali and you're like give me some coconuts and
0: pineapples (laughs) that's the dream for sure right And
1: and it goes it's the same thing for employees too you don't have to be an entrepreneur to experience that same level of freedom you can be an employee and work your way up and up and up and up and eventually you know your life will change drastically because of the habits and the actions that you put in
0: yeah I think that's awesome
1: yeah me too and, of course, as we said before, just have fun. Have fun with the entire journey. And realize, too, guys, if you're listening to this, I mean, we, we cater to 20-something-year-olds. We're so freaking young. It's just so silly that people get so bogged down on themselves because they're not making six figures and they're 21 years old. Yeah. Like, shoot for the moon. Absolutely shoot for the moon have your dreams, go after them, do what you can. I mean, I, I know people who are in the 20s who are millionaires. I, I do. But what I'm saying is that, you know, also realize that you are young and you've got so much life ahead of you to reach the goals. Like, I, I love the podcast um, called How I Built This with Guy Nas, I think his last name is, that talks about or that interviews entrepreneurs and the interviews Uh, The CEOs of these big companies like Patagonia, Chipotle, uh, Spanx, and um, so many other companies like that. And you hear their stories, and so many of them didn't even think of their idea until their 30s or their 40s. And their idea came to them through their 20s and through trying out different things, being in different jobs, uh, going to different places. Probably failing a lot. Absolutely failing a lot. But I love listening to that because I remind myself, okay, I'm 24. Like I've got time to hit it big. I know I'm doing the right things right now. I know it's going to come. But I can't be so hard on myself that it's not here yet.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of the part of the problem with that, too, is I think we think because we're young, we want to experience and live our lives to the fullest when we're young. And we still have the ability to go and travel and do all the things we want to do but that comes back to just living life and enjoying every day and definitely taking those moments for yourself to go and have fun. Don't feel like you have to wait to have money to go have fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can create fun in a freaking box, like if you wanted to. And I think what Savant said is really valuable. Like don't first off, like, you know, if you're here sitting here thinking like, how do I strike it rich so I can go, travel the world and you're like 22 years old and you have no ideas to strike it rich or just hoping that like the lottery will get you there. that's a broken thought and I mean that's an example of the microwave mentality like let go of the things happening overnight but if you are putting in the action steps, you are creating the healthy habits, you are focusing on you know what it is that you want to accomplish but realizing that's not going to happen overnight, Take some time for yourself every once in a while to go and explore and have a good time. But don't don't give up on the actions because the results aren't there just yet is what I guess I'm, I'm trying to get at.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I think that's awesome. And I think for everybody out there listening to this, if you feel like you're struggling in this area, your challenge this week is to just take a breath and go do something really fun. I promise you, you will feel more energized and creative the next day.
1: Yeah. And I want to add to that challenge. Um, I challenge you to just do some reflection, like think about all of the things that you have done in your life to get you to where you are right now and realize the power of the compound effect. And also realize that you've got these goals But the goals will only be achieved by being impatient with the actions, but being patient with the results.
0: All right. So as always, you can follow us, write us an email. We'll leave all of the info under the description. Um, Follow our Instagram pages and we will see you guys next time. Have a great day, everybody.